Bitcoin. Good morning, Bitcoiners. Welcome to Pal Bitcoin, your almost daily source of a Bitcoin update. And today is July 20th, 2017. Okay, today, today we obviously talk about this BIP91 signaling. We'll have to go into that. Looking good right now. After that, we're going to talk about Ethereum and the parity hack that they had. And then we'll jump into, well, no, then the last thing I want to touch on is BTCC, Bitcoin China. They're an exchange and mining pool and credit card and debit card and all this other stuff. Payment processor probably over there in China. Um, they had a statement. They came out with a statement that kind of ruffled some feathers out there. Um, I linked to that in the show notes, but I'll talk about that as well. Okay, let's start off with just the market update. I've been fighting my computer this morning. So about a half an hour ago, I started taking some prices down, you know, getting all my my ducks in a row. And the price on Bitstamp was 23 uh, 45 or something like that. And then just one minute ago, I looked at this and it was 2464. It moved a hundred dollars in like 20 minutes people. So we'll see what happens. I mean, it, it's moving because obviously it looks like SegWit's going to get activated uh, and that's a good, good thing. Okay. So, okay. Coin three month futures, 25, 13, again, just a $50 premium. We'll see. Maybe this, I think a good place to be would be futures right now, because if segment looks like it's going to get activated, it's going to shoot up. The futures will shoot up faster than the spot price, in my opinion, or you can just buy spot, whatever. Local Bitcoin's volume. Um, I, I checked this half hour ago as well, but it's a 24 hour measure, so it's less volatile. 5.1 million. It's coming. It came down from that 9 million that we had a couple days ago. That I think, you know, was to replace some of that uh, Alpha Bay Bitcoin that might have gotten lost. So, uh, lo but local Bitcoins around five is average. Maybe five to six is average. This is a little bit on the low side. We'll see how it trends out. Local or network volume last 24 hours 584. Guys, this is this is the one statistic that has been rock solid. Right around this amount, $584 million on the Bitcoin blockchain in the last 24 hours. It's been right around this amount, give or take, for two weeks now. That's very solid. It, it didn't bite off on any of these dips. And so far, it hasn't bit off on any of these spikes either. Like, it's it's being very stubborn. And when that when this starts to break out, I think that will signal the confidence has returned. Not necessarily that the uh, price action is being confirmed by this, but that confidence has has uh, returned. Mempool size is 35.9 megabytes. That is increasing. So that's showing demand is increasing. Um, but the average size of transaction is actually decreasing. It's below one megabyte, or sorry, it's below one Bitcoin right now, which is about where I want to see it. Uh, it's at 2304. Difficulty estimate in seven days. This is one of these things that we're going to have to watch coming into August 1st with the user activate soft fork, stuff like that. It's uh, estimated to be a 7% increase in seven days from now. So let's talk about the traditional markets real fast. Gold holding steady at 1237 uh, this morning. <clears throat> um, I, I don't know. I, I really haven't put a lot of brain bites into gold recently. I, I do think that it will strengthen. Where where we're at with these central bankers, I'm I'm doing more forex. I'm concentrating more on forex and stuff. And so uh, these bankers, <clears throat> they they're losing control. 
They're they're very much losing control. And I don't I think maybe there'll be a run to cash, just like everybody. When the stocks go down, you need to run to cash to maybe cover some margin or whatever. So um there will be a run to cash and it might hurt gold in the short term. Um, I think that's what Tone has been saying for a while. But in reality, if we have a slow bleed out of the system, gold should be going up. A slow bleed won't affect gold negatively. It's only the fast crashes that do. So um, that that's kind of my, my take. But I haven't been following the last couple of weeks like I should have. Okay, DXY it had a little bit of recovery here to 95 even this morning. I expect it to go down. There's nothing to really stop this dollar uh, DXY from going down. There's like the path of least resistance is down for the dollar right now. SPX hitting all-time highs again, uh, 24.74. Of course, if your dollar is weakening, then it makes sense that stocks would go up if they are supposed to be more kind of store of value versus the dollar. You expect their price to go up. Uh, and I think that's what happened. That's what's happening. I don't think there's any real value being added in the stock market. It's just complete, almost 100% inflation adjusted to zero. Bitcoin. Let's get into some of the news here. BIP, nine, BIP 91 signaling. So just a couple minutes ago when I was marking down these numbers, we needed 68 out of the next 86 blocks. And that was about 79%. The current signaling was at about 83%. So it did look like we were going to get it now um, in this in this window, this signaling period. Now, we might miss it by a block or two due to variance because you can, you know, sometimes say that 83 just by luck of proof of work goes down to 75%. And so then we don't quite make it. That's a possibility. Maybe miners have, maybe Jihan pulls some tricks and he like stops signaling or he st turn, cranks down his hash rate or something. And so they they don't make it. I mean, there's all sorts of tricks that can happen. This is a crunch time right here. Like I said, we have about half a day left to go and, and we will be watching it. If it does not make it this time, we have, it starts a new clock and a new, a new uh, window that they have. It's like a two and a half day window or something that they can uh, activate it. Let's hope that it gets activated there and we don't have to even worry about August 1st. And now this is turning it, like I said, way back in the beginning, way, way back in the beginning. I was the first podcast to talk about user activated soft work like a day after Shaolin Fry dropped it. Okay. And um, way back then I was saying that these incentives work prior to the event. The, the destruction disruption that's going to be caused by the user activate soft fork on August 1st is so great that, um, you know, everyone's going to activate it before. And that's how these incentives work. This is how this game theory works. It's very, very simple. And it's turning out to be that way. I hope it happens because I don't want to see any disruption to the network. Um, all sorts of people are coming out against this hard fork from Jihan, this counter hard fork. So um, we'll, we'll see how We'll see how that hard fork stuff plays out. But for for user activated soft fork, SegWit in general, this is perfect. This is happening almost exactly as I uh, uh, kind of imagined it back, oh gosh, when was that? Like probably February or early this year. Um, okay, so if, if we do get this, watch. I mean, look at this candle we're having right now as I speak. 
it is going insane. Let's look at Bitstamp. We're at 24.56. The, I'm on, how am I on 12 hour right now? The 15 minute candle was from, well, let's do 30 minute. Cause that'll be a little bit more impressive. Oh fuck. One hour. <laughs> the one hour candle went from 23.41 all the way up to 24.57. Wow. So yeah, look at this candle. If, if, if Segwit does get locked in here, we could test our all-time highs. I think we'll test all our, our all-time highs in almost one foul swoop. I don't think there's going to be a bunch of pullbacks along the way, a stair-step function going up. No, it's going to be one foul swoop up to all-time highs. Then once we get there, we might have a serious kind of pullback. Like, are we really doing this, guys? Are we really going to 5,000 right now? Yeah, let's go. And then we all go to 5,000. So we'll see what happens. But... This is not investment advice, obviously. You got to do your own research and stuff. But I think everybody should own a little bit of Bitcoin. Everybody should. And there's no harm in buying $10 to $100 in Bitcoin and holding that for a long time. Because if we go way to the moon, then you're going to be happy that you did. And if you can only afford like $10 to $100 in Bitcoin, you know, if you double your money, that's a big deal to you. Because you couldn't really afford it in the first place that much. So doubling it would, will be really really good anyway i i there's a great website xbt.eu i've been talking about them for a long time uh, please consider donating to them they have amazing charts they just recently put a qr code on there for donation so um please consider donating to them they, they give great information to the community and great charts um, i recently realized that they were connected with samurai wallet <laughs> so th those guys over there they're killing it they're they're doing great great work Okay, the Ethereum parity hack. Yesterday, the 19th, the parity wallet in Ethereum was graphically exploited. <laughs> Their smart contract used to create multi-sig apparently was buggy. A hacker only took $32 million out of uh, over possible $100 million worth of ETH. Um, a white hat group saved the quote-unquote saved the, group, the rest. Th this white hat group kind of makes me uneasy, almost like there's a hacker war going on, and you got to trust one group over another, and who do you know who to trust? It just makes me uneasy. Um, so why did only 32 million get taken? Why not take it all if there's 100 million possible to take? Well, the DAO, hack, the DAO hacker taught people a lot. If you take too much, they'll hard fork. Also, the price could be hugely affected to the downside. And, you know, if, if you steal less, then people will follow it less. Then if you steal a ton, then there's people watching you. The exchanges will be hunting you down. So, um, yeah, it's it's... People are learning a little bit more to have a lighter touch on this thing. But don't expect, I mean, Ethereum is going down, people. It's going to eventually be near zero. And these type of hacks will continue to happen. This isn't going away. This isn't getting fixed. This is a fundamental problem with Ethereum. It's too complicated without any real economic foundation. Next up, we just have BTCC. They... Um, published like a statement i guess you would call it about the new york agreement to to say that they support that obviously and the user activate software kind of what they talk what they think about that um it immediately caught the eye of many people in the space the most controversial point was point number five where btcc said they'd follow the quote longest chain unquote uh here's the twitter thread and then i, I link in the show notes to the twitter thread um, I guess there's been some recent high-level defections at BTCC. Most notably, Samson Mao left his COO position. The other person that BTCC recently lost was their CTO, Michael Wang, 
to another, I guess, startup exchange there in China. The um, the wording of the statement shows that exactly these people, this like expertise has left, right? Samson Mao and Michael Wang, they've left and the number of people in these C-level positions that really know and understand Bitcoin is getting much, much lower. Bobby Lee, of course, is great, but he can't run the whole thing himself. Um, it, this all this all came to an end when BTCC agreed to use the term, uh, quote, longest valid chain. And that's more accurate, but still, it just, just shows the lack of understanding over there, BTCC. Can't you bring the pot over here? Bitcoin. That's all I have for this episode, guys. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, sorry to cut it short here a little bit. <clears throat> but got stuff to do today. So uh, hopefully we see a good candle out of today's daily market. Hopefully we get uh, Segwit going today and we can just tie this up in a nice bow and call it done. My name is Ansel Linder. This is POW Bitcoin, your Bitcoin almost daily update. If you would like to leave or if you'd like to leave a message, what the hell? Um, if you'd like to support the show, you can do so at patreon.com forward slash Bitcoin and markets. Lots of people are signing up for Patreon, and I really like that. I would like to see lots of synergy going on on Patreon and people, um, you know, supporting real content creators out there, not the fake Coindesk and the fake Cointelegraph and all of these things. No, let's get some real content producers making some real money that we can really have good, good information out there in the public sector. Thanks for listening.